Um, welcome to Camp Sunday. So excited to have uh, y'all here. And it's just looking um, more and more normal um, each week with the pews filling up and uh, people back. And so we're just glad to, glad to have you here this morning. Glad to be able to celebrate uh, the amazing opportunity that camp is for children and families and youth. And um, I'm just grateful to be a part of that and wanted to, um, in just a second, bring up some campers, some children, youth, and families to share their experiences because I think that is the most valuable um, valuable of things to hear but I was reminded this morning as we were um, as Judy was reading the gospel reading and um, even this morning out on the labyrinth at nine o'clock about the seed and the seed I had asked um, one of the kids out on the labyrinth this morning that if I had a seed in my hand and I just held on to that seed would it grow would anything become of it and the answer was, well, no, <laughs> as if I was asking the silliest of questions. Um, no, Miss Jen, that seed needs soil, and it needs water, and it needs sunlight in order to grow. And I thought a lot about that in terms of my relationship with God, maybe in terms of your relationship with God, in terms of our children's relationship with God, that those little seeds, those little us's, they need some tending to right, to have this relationship with God. God is there and God loves us, but each time we spend time with God, I believe that we are growing and we are building and growing in our relationship with God. For example, when we're here on Sunday mornings, right, that's just one, one area of growth for us, or when we're singing, so grateful to have music back again, or when we're attending adult formation, or a children's chapel, or godly play, or just building relationships, coffee hour with one, with one another. It's just amazing that all of those are just little pieces of soil, or little drops of water, or little rays of sun that just help us to grow in our relationship with God. And I believe that that's what camp helps us do as well. In our diocese, we have the privilege of three different camps. We have Camp Capers, we have Mustang Island, and we have Duncan Park. And each of those three camps, or those three locations, offer different things for children, youth, and families. And so, um, but what, what they do have in common is that I believe that the experiences that we have at those camps help us to grow in our relationship with God. And so that's what I'd like to, um, I would like to turn it over to those who have been. I've had the privilege myself of being at all three camps and I will tell you that each of them is unique and special and lovely and wonderful and each of them has allowed me to grow deeper in my relationship with God for sure. But I'd love for you to hear from somebody other than me and, um, and hear what they have to say about their camp experience. So if you would like to share about camp, and don't get shy now, um, now would be the time to come on up. Let's, let's flood the stage. And um, we would love to hear about your most favorite memories from camp, about camp, um, whether it was Camp Capers or Duncan Park or Mustang Island. So come on up. Miss Betty, Emily, Karina, come on, don't miss Cindy. Woohoo! We have 
Cecilia, Atticus, are you coming up too? Oh, there you are. Mackenzie, awesome. Kane, thank you. All right, so, and you guys can stand next to me because uh, I took a shower this morning and I smelled really good till I was out in the heat on the labyrinth, but um, so come on closer, come on in, everybody, everybody. Um, well, I guess that's probably COVID. Maybe we shouldn't be that close. Sorry, <laughs> I'm forgetting. All right, I see what everybody's doing. Spread out a little bit. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm, I forgot that part. Um, so I'm going to start off with, actually, how about this? If you've gone to Camp Capers, would you kind of come this way to the front, and I'm going to hand you the mic, and I would love to hear what your favorite memory from Camp Capers is. And when it's your turn to share, maybe you can pull your mask down so we can hear you, and then share your favorite memory, Okay. Mackenzie, would you like to start? Sure. All right. Okay, so you can take your mask down. Here we go. I'm going to have you stand this way. There we go. All right, and you have to almost kiss the microphone. No, I know. <laughs> Gross, but okay. Favorite memory from Camp Capers? I don't have one. It's all really nice and stuff. It's all really nice and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, what was, okay, how about this? Um, did you have a favorite activity, like the pool or? Yeah, the pool. The swimming pool? What did you do in the swimming pool? Um... I don't know. You went swimming? You had fun. You had fun? How about this? What was your favorite food at camp? Probably the dirt pie or whatever it's called. Dirt pie? Yum. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about your um, camp counselor? Do you remember her name? I think it was Maddie. Maddie. Did you like her? Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. <laughs> How about this? If you, if somebody in the audience was listening and they had never gone to camp before, would you... Would you tell them they should go, or would you tell them, stay home, it's the pits? Tell them to go. You tell them to go. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, sweetie. Kane? Come on, bud. Thanks. It's okay. You can do it. Will you take the mask down for me? All right. Um, I like the food. It was good. Food? Yeah. What was your favorite food? Uh, the ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah. And can you eat all the ice cream you want since mom and dad aren't there? No. No? That's, <laughs> that's more of a um, Mustang Island thing. Mustang yeah. Island, yes. So your family, that's right, your family went to Mustang Island to family camp as well. And we got to, like, stay as long as we wanted because our dad didn't care. So. Yeah, so you got as much ice cream as you wanted? Yeah. Awesome. And you were at the beach and all that fun stuff? Yeah. Cool. So I know if you had to choose between Camp Capers and Mustang Island, would you be able to choose? Yeah. Which one? Mustang Island. Mustang Island. All right. Mustang Island for the win. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Camp Capers, Karina, come on up. Um, I would have to say that my favorite part about Camp Capers was actually getting to experience camping for the first time. Okay. Um, Tell me what that was like. Um, Camping, like staying in the bunks and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Was it your first time away from home? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were you a little nervous? Sort of. Sort of? What helped you to, like, um, was there anyone there, like, new friends or maybe the counselor that helped you to not run out the door screaming, saying, Mom, come get me? <laughs> um, I would have to say there was this one person. Her name is Caitlin, and she was, like, really nice, and she helped me whenever I, like, was getting bullied by other people inside my cabin. Hmm. So you did have some of that, huh? Yeah. But she was there to help you and, and talk you through that? All right. Well, I'm glad that you had her there, right? Thanks. Thanks for sharing. All right. Atticus. What's your
you got? Here, you can hold it. There you go. You're a pro. I liked when we played Pokemon. Pokemon? At camp? Yeah. Tell me about it. So, um, every day we would um, meet in the big um, place where we would meet, and we would do an activity, and my favorite activity would be Pokemon, where we're the camp counselors would dress up as Pokemon, and um, there would be, like, different points, and so at the end, um, the more Pokemon you get, the more points you get, and so at the end, the um, more points you have, um, the better chance you get to win. So you had to go all the way to Camp Capers to play Pokemon, huh? <laughs> You've been a camper for many years, right? You've gone, like, lots of times, yes? Yeah, do you know how many times? Yeah, me neither. I've lost, I've lost track. But thank you for sharing. Cecilia, want to follow that up? Um, my favorite part was the bonfire. Bonfire. Tell me about the bonfire. Um, so everyone would gather around a bonfire, and um, possibly we would add this powder in to make it to make the fire blue or green. And then we would have s'mores, and after that, late at night, um, we would get to hear the story of how Camp Capers was made, okay. and. There would be echoes all around in the fields. Oh, the echoes, yeah. I remember the echoes, yeah. The echoes talk bad about the, the teachers, didn't they? Like, did, don't they say like a funny thing about the teachers or something? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I go there to get made fun of. <laughs> um, so any food that was your favorite? Um, any activity that was your favorite besides the bonfire? Um, I guess I like the noodles there, and I also like the screamer. The screamer. Can you tell me about the screamer really quick? So it's kind of like this pulley of a zip line, and so um, campers bring you up when you're attached to it, and then you get to go um, as high as you want, and then when you tell them to stop, they will let go of the rope, and you will start zip lining down. Oh, yeah. Do you scream? Is that why they call it the screamer? Yeah. yeah. Did you scream, or were you like, cool as a cucumber? Kind of both. Kind of both. <laughs> I would have been screaming, just so you know. <laughs> You're brave. Thank you. Thanks, thanks. Um, so capers, um, we also have other um, capers folks who would like to share. Matt, do you want to go first? Emily, you want to go first? Matt, how about you? You're an expert caper guy. Yeah. Um, so my my experience is a little bit different. I was a, I mean, I went to camp for like 10 years as a camper, um, but not last year, but the year before, I actually went there as a counselor instead. Um, so I was the arts and crafts counselor for a week, which was so much fun because I was kind of in charge of like the, the name tags that some of them have on um, organizing whatever crafts we did the rest of the week. And then uh, one of them mentioned that there's, we play games every week or every night that sometimes involve the counselors dressing up. And so when I was a counselor, my favorite thing was the fact that I got the excuse to dress up as a turtle three times in one week because various games we played had different prompts. And so I was a ninja turtle. Don't ask me which one. I do not know. Um, I was just a regular turtle, and then I was a sea turtle, all in like one straight go. I did not know I had that many green clothings. <laughs> so, so 
uh, once you reach high, um, I think it's your third year of high school, you can um, volunteer for a week as a counselor, um, or sometimes multiple weeks if they need more counselors. Um, and then once you finish your freshman year of college or um, the equivalent age, you can be a counselor for the full summer, half the summer there, which is, uh, I personally think it's a little more fun than being just a camper. <laughs> I was glad I stuck out long enough to do that. Thanks, Matt. All right, Em, you're up. Um, so I've actually had um, a little bit of a unique experience because um, I'm on work crew for the second half of the summer, um, but I've actually never been a camper. Um, so the two-week staff training was my equivalent of Camp Capers, and it was so fun. It pushed me out of my comfort zone in the best way possible. Um, we were just doing camp projects to get set up for the campers, and I know everyone around me was so inclusive. Um, I didn't know a lot of the camp traditions or the circle pizzas or um, some of the songs, and they were all so kind, um, teaching me on you know how to uh, be a part of camp tradition before um, all the kiddos got there, and um, I'm so excited to be doing work crew for the second half. Um, and I think my favorite memory was um, similar. I think Cecilia was talking. Um, they showed us, they told us the camp story at our staff bonfire. Um, and they did the echoes. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. So um, I'm really excited. And I hope to see some of you there second half. And um, we'll be making lots of circle pizzas. Yes, if you go to Camp Capers the second half this year, Emily will be making your food. So be really nice to her. <laughs> All right, so we've had a lot of experience with Camp Capers. It's our uh, closest camp to San Antonio, but we also have um, Mustang Island, which is about three hours away, Port Aransas area. And um, Mustang Island has either, um, they, they only pretty much have family camps as an option. And it's a great option. I know our family went um, uh, years ago, as Emily mentioned, she and her brother weren't really camp kids, but we wanted to go to camp and have that experience. So we would go to Mustang Island as a family and do the family camp, which was pretty amazing. So uh, Miss Betty Graham is going to share with you her family's experience at Mustang Island. Good morning, everyone. Um, our family started going to um, Mustang Island in 2013, and that is probably my favorite time because it was our first time and even though we knew we would be going to the beach and staying there for a few days we really didn't know the particulars and the particulars are pretty spectacular first of all you're in a gorgeous place right on the beach um, and that's more remarkable the food is wonderful the staffers are young people who um, are helping you with everything. You really just need to have your beachy clothes and show up. The food is spectacular. They have special um, programs for the kiddos. Or you can just go take a book and sit down on the beach and read if that's your thing. So uh, the food, as I said, was marvelous. You really don't want to miss any of the meals there. Uh, in 2013, we had 14-year-olds and four-month-olds, and everybody had a great time. I don't really know about the four-month-old, but he looked happy. Uh, so 
I would just recommend that you give it a try. It's such a wonderful place. It's so beautiful. It's another way to enjoy God's creation. Uh, sometimes we forget about how beautiful parts of our state are. And uh, down at Mustang Island, it's right in your face with the wind and the sea and the beautiful starry sky. So give it a try. Thank you. Thank you. And I know other families, the Hardy family has, has gone as well as uh, Mackenzie and Kane kind of talked about. So, and finally, we have Duncan Park. It is the furthest, farthest, what's that grammatically correct one? Furthest or farthest? away. Um, you got to get yourself on a plane and you head to Colorado and it is worth every, um, every moment. Um, I know that Rev Josh just got back and so um, he would be a great one to chat with. And also Cindy Fuquay and I had the privilege of going uh, two summers ago to Duncan Park. So I was going to ask Cindy to share a little bit about that. Good morning. So literally, I got to tag along Jennifer's youth trip to Duncan Park two years ago. And I wanted to go because I'd heard great things about it from Robert and some other folks who had been to Duncan Park. And um, so when we landed at Denver International Airport, the director at the time, Katie Young, immediately demanded, and I have no kids, immediately demanded from these teenagers their cell phones. And to which they relented, and she said, you will get them back when we were back here for you to go home. So they had no cell phones, and I thought, I like this director. <laughs> and then she said, I want you all to get out your water bottles and fill them up right over there at the water station because you're going to need to hydrate while, while we're driving up there because the camp is at 9,600 feet. That's almost at Timberline. It's beautiful. It's on 20 acres tucked in the woods, surrounded by uh, Indian Peaks Wilderness and Roosevelt National Forest. So it's not a fancy camp. It's very rustic. There's a lodge with some beds and a kitchen, and there's a bathhouse with no electricity, solar power to everything, and no cell phone service. So not even I could use my cell phone. But um, when we got there, within 24 hours, and we had talked about this, how the kids just became kids. Like they were free. They were free just to be, and they played. They were doing things with hammocks I didn't know you could do. They were constantly spinning around in a hammock. But we got to uh, rock climb, myself included. They went fishing and we went hiking, and we spent the night one night in the forest, and we made s'mores, and we sang songs. I mean, it was kind of, and then there was some Bible time in the morning and the evening with Jennifer, and that's where they became comfortable enough, okay, 13-year-olds, right, to share their faith in God and also their doubts about God. And um, it, I think they felt comfortable to have those kind of conversations that without the drama of parents, the drama of school, the drama of the cell phone. So I really enjoyed observing um, them and how they interacted. Uh, there's other things there. So if you're an adult, you can go. There's a veterans camp. You can go as a family and, and backpack. Um, this is heavily forested, pristine kind of country. Beautiful, rushing water running through the camp, St. Brain. And I just highly recommend it. You can just go and hang out. Um, Wow. 
And um, so anyway, I just, I can't reckon, I liked it so much, I came home and told Catherine about it, and we loaded up and went back the next year. We brought all of our camping gear, a tent, drove from San Antonio to Duncan Park, and we stayed there for five nights. But this time it was completely different because it was in the middle of COVID. So there were no kids, there was nobody, but Katie, the camp director, and Catherine and Cindy. So it was equally spectacular, but very different for different reasons. Um, and we also had a wildlife encounter with a bear that was so um, important for us to have. And I'm not gonna go into all the machinations, <laughs> but the bear got into the lodge and for all the food that he could have taken, the peanut butter, the honey, the chips, the granola, he went to the refrigerator and got the gluten-free peanut butter cookies. <laughs> and that was it. And he went out the same window he came in. So honestly, we were a little freaked out. We were really freaked out. We heard him, we got up. It was big commotion between the three of us. But then we got a chance just to look at him. And our heart rates calmed down. And he was not interested in us at all. And he was big and beautiful. And after a while, he turned and sauntered and went up the hill. And so we learned some things about that encounter and what they're after and us being hysterical and all these sort of things. But at the youth trip, which I neglected to say, we observed, I don't know if you remember this, a bull moose on the drive up was an enormous bull moose standing in a highland marsh eating reeds you don't get to see that every day. The moose population has declined like 40% in the past two decades in Colorado because of loss of habitat. I was hallelujah in my head. I don't know what the kids thought, but I hope that they will remember that sighting as they get older. Um, the crushes that they had, the friends that they made. So I recommend if you send your kids or yourself you might have a different encounter with God, um, or maybe one for the first time. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. And I will tell you that Cindy is the only person I know who's ever um, encountered a bear there. I don't know. We may want to ask Rev. Josh, but um, I never saw a bear, so don't, don't worry. Um, anyways, thank you all so much. You can head on back. I appreciate your sharing and your feedback. These would be the folks to ask any questions. If you have any questions about camp after um, today, they can share their experiences with you. And of course, um, again, Rev. Josh just got back from Duncan Park. The last thing that I just wanted to say very quickly was after the 1030 service, we are having our s'mores fundraiser. Um, it's our first fundraiser um, since prior to COVID. So um, we are excited to be making s'mores. We have the fire pits already going outside um, and we have all the stuff to make yummy s'mores, which will be great. And any money that is donated today goes to our Reconciliation Camp Scholarship Fund. And the purpose of that fund is we never want a child to not have, or a family to not have enough money to attend camp. We want anyone who wants to attend camp to be able to attend camp. So please chat with me if you are interested in any of that. And um, yeah, I think that it's, there is a camp schedule. That's the last thing I almost forgot. We have schedules if you're interested. And again, any questions, just give one of us a 
a holler and we'd be happy to answer. And we end this with our camp slideshow. These pictures were taken from the last time we were all at camp in 2019. So enjoy.